So we're here today with Julianne Smith, a senior fellow and our resident Europe uh, Europe expert. So we had, uh, Julie, a bellwether election in the Netherlands. Uh, tell us what happened. So a lot of people were anxious uh, to find out what the results of this election were going to be because it was the first major European election that we've had in a year. And it was the first big test of right-wing populism uh, since Brexit, essentially. And so folks were anxious to know if a gentleman by the name of Hert Wilders, uh, and I'm probably mispronouncing that. I'm not even going to try. Don't even, yeah, try. <laughs> Uh, if that individual who is the uh, kind of face of a party called the Party for Freedom in the Netherlands was going to gain more seats in the Dutch parliament. And why everyone was watching him was because he's a very colorful character, to say the least. He is very anti-European Union. He is very anti-immigrant. Uh, and he has had a number of very disparaging comments about the Muslim community and Muslim minorities inside the Netherlands. And so the question on the table was, would would this very provocative figure that has been come to be known as the Dutch Trump, uh, where would the would his ideas and his party gain seats? And the short answer is no. Um, he did not gain as many seats. His party did not gain as many seats in the Dutch parliament as many expected. So it was a loss for the party for freedom. He had a few gains. He's up to his party is up to about 13 percent of the 150 seats inside the Dutch parliament. Um, but that's down from what his party got in 2010, where they got 15% uh, of the seats. Now and, the, oh, if, yeah, if go I, ahead. Just a yeah. quick question. Um, and with, with all due respect to, to Brexit and Nigel Farage and even Trump, uh, Wilders was beyond any of them as far as how yes. aggressively anti-immigrant Yes, was. very, very provocative remarks. Again, very disparaging, um, didn't try to uh, subtle approach, was very provocative in his commentary, had been watched closely by the foreign press, not only the Dutch press, but had attracted uh, a lot of attention for very controversial statements about what it means to be Dutch, uh, the values of Dutch society, and the degree to which the Dutch people should welcome in immigrants, particularly from Muslim countries. So do we see this as um, internationalism's uh, turning point and people backing away from much more nationalist, uh, populist uh, approaches? Or is this a, a blip of, of good news? Well, many European capitals took the news with uh, considerable glee. Uh, they, they were excited to hear the results. Uh, some wondered about whether or not this would be the start of kind of a domino effect where you'd see more and more countries leaning towards populist candidates. Europe has a number of elections this year, and so many were worried that this would start a trend. What we have to watch, though, is what happens in other countries, and most notably, the one that will probably get the most attention of 2017 will be the French election in May, where we have Marine Le Pen, uh, another populist candidate, uh, also very provocative and controversial in her statements, uh, especially on immigrants. 
whether or not she can pull it off. She also has promised or pledged to hold a referendum on whether or not France is a member of the European Union. So many worry uh, that a win for her, a victory for her party, would mean that France would follow perhaps the path of the United Kingdom. So yes, everyone is breathing a big sigh of relief uh, in Europe. But there were some interesting other things to note about the Dutch election. And one would be the fact that we've had a complete splintering of Dutch politics. So the party of the prime minister, he's from the center right, his party is called the VVD. If you combine the percentage of seats that the Dutch prime minister's party received and the percentage of seats that Hart Wilders received, it's only 33% of the parliament. The rest of the seats are split among 11 separate parties. So the challenge for the Dutch government now is not to sit back and say, phew, we dodged a bullet, but now they actually have to form a government that could very well include four separate political parties, which is something that is rarely done in a place like the Netherlands. And so that's going to be an enormous challenge going forward and something to watch. So four separate political parties and six separate political philosophies? Probably, yes, yes. Many, many different political views. It'll be very interesting to see them come together. The only other thing I would mention about this election, which I found interesting, was the turnout, which is very encouraging. Um, last time around, the Netherlands had close to a 75% turnout, uh, something I suppose our country could only dream of. This year, in this election, this parliamentary election, they had 82% turnout out, which is very uh, remarkable. Can we turn to France for one minute, just yeah. because that's mm -hmm. the, this is the appetizer. France is the main yes, course. Yes, indeed. Um, Le Pen's father, one could say, was also the father to Wilders, was very um, rabidly anti-immigrant. Um, if Le Pen wins, is that the end of the EU? I think it's not necessarily the end to the EU, but it would make it very difficult for the Franco-German engine, which does a lot to keep the European project running, to continue to be able to preserve the European project in the face of Brexit. The way that the European Union is going to survive and cope with Brexit is for Germany and France to come together on a committed plan and a very detailed plan on the way ahead. And without a strong Franco-German partnership, that will be very difficult. On top of it, if Marine Le Pen were to win and hold a referendum, and in fact, France were to leave the European Union, all of a bit hard to imagine, but certainly a possibility, even a remote one. If that were to happen and France were to exit the European Union, I have a hard time even saying that, but if that were to happen, then I would feel comfortable basically issuing last rights on the European Union. I can't imagine it going forward. I mean, the UK was never part of the euro, uh, the common currency, and so to see France exit and be part of the common currency, I just, it's very hard to imagine the way forward. Here's hoping you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 2017 will be a big year. I'm sure we'll be talking about it a lot. Absolutely.